complete with twin mattresses, pillows, and a pilot who wears noise-canceling earphones. So Love Cloud is a new company that you can take part in. Number one, what do you think of the concept? Number two, when are you booking a flight for you and Sammy? take a bottle of anything in a glazed donut to go as we record episode 84 of the promo front podcast i'm one of your hosts bill petrie with me as always the major domo of morphing mascots the one and only kirby hossam and kirby how the vest are you you're wearing a vest <laughs> yeah i'm doing well i i got a little sn- uh, sniffles here and a little cough but i'm good feel good it's just that you know you know how it is the this time of year i've been outside a lot in the winter weather and so i've got a little little cold going on but other than that i'm actually doing really well as um, you and i talked about and i've written about i've sort of made my decision not to complain anymore about the cold weather um it's just going to be what it's going to be and when it it'll make me appreciate when it gets warmer so i am doing well how about you bud I'm great. I'm going to do you a favor. I'm your friend. We've been very close friends for a long time. I'm going to complain for you. I'm tired of the cold weather, Kirby. Let's get rid of the cold weather. I'm ready for spring too. Uh, yeah. Things are well, super, super busy. I feel like it's been it's one of those weeks where everything's just kind of culminated yeah. into uh, work, 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 not complaining at all. I love that. It energizes me. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it can be overwhelming, but that's just kind of life sometimes. And yeah, you know, when I'm thinking of how can I offload things, I always look at, you know, are there other companies that maybe can do things for me, help me out? And I think we might have an idea for some distributors who feel overwhelmed and maybe don't have an effective marketing tool to help them out. And you know who I'm talking about, Kirby, don't you? I do. I do. It's our gang at Promo talking, Pulse, right? That's right. It's already February, Kirby. Are you ready to amp up your sales? I, who's not? Okay. Well, by the way, if anybody answered that question with a no, um, you know, you might want to find a different business to be in, okay? <laughs> yeah. um, it is already February. So since you answered yes, it's really time for you, dear distributor listener, to start leveraging those amazing AMP marketing tools from the brilliant and twisted mind of Jason Noakes over at Promo Pulse. <laughs> AMP is a single source email and social media marketing solution for your business. Kirby, you used AMP. What has your experience been briefly, please? Yeah, no, I think I think one of the things we talk about is set it and forget it, right? Like uh, once you pick yeah. your suppliers, you sort of pick your frequency and then it, you know, the, your marketing and your sales activities just happen. And I think when you work with uh, any business, the whirlwind can often take you away from doing that on a consistent basis. And Jason's platform helps you uh, regulate that and keep the sales flowing. Yeah, no question. I mean, honestly, that's great. That's great testimonial, but, and I, I take your word for it. But I can't guarantee everybody's going to take your word for it, Kirby. Let's get an unsolicited testimonial from Becky Duckett at Robin Promotions in Oklahoma. Her quote, I'm a huge fan of AMP. It's always great to receive requests for quotes from our AMP email campaigns. But I received my favorite request recently when we were asked to quote on a featured pen. My client loved the piece and their logo on the product so much they increased the quantity and placed an order that resulted in a $10,000 plus sale. 
That's success, kids. You talk about a no-brainer, there's your no-brainer. So head over to promopulse.io slash AMP, A-M-P. You're not going to be sorry you did. All right, Kirby, let's light this candle, as you like to say. Let's get right to the promo front topic. Yep. And uh, I, it, this is kind of a, a, an overarching one for the industry and also a personal one, I think, for, for both of us. Um, Jason Lukash, who yep. was the uh, chief... Uh, business development chief marketing officer chief new product idea guy um and uh main person who's really uh along with mike simzak we'll get to, to mike as well but one of the two people that really have transformed how the promotional products industry runs from a supplier standpoint has chosen to leave hub uh, promotional group for those of you who don't know jason lukash and his business partner mike simzak started org audio uh, quite a long time ago, I believe 2009, entered the um, corporate gifts market or promotional products industry around 2012. Uh, I had the honor to work with them back in my consulting days, right? As they were getting into uh, the promotional product space, they were dumb enough to hire me. <laughs> and uh, They're dumb enough to hire me and help them kind of really understand the space, help them with sales, marketing, uh, logistics, you name it. And I had the had worked with them for uh, about a year, year and a half. And we became good friends. So yeah. we've stayed in contact and, and obviously seen what Jason and Mike have done. They sold Org Audio to Hub Promotional Group. They rebranded Hub Promotional Group. Right. Um, that was led by Jason. They rebranded or they acquired a web, a web company, rebranded mm -hmm. that to, to Moxie or Mixie. I'm sorry, Mixie. Mixie. Yep. Uh, but it uh, took some moxie and, to do that it did take moxie to do that <laughs> launched batch and bodega and a lot of other things kirby what is the legacy well tell, tell me your thoughts about jason leaving did it surprise you let's go ahead and start with that mm -hmm. and then tell me what you think his legacy is in the industry yeah so yeah it, it's one of those things where it, it does and it doesn't right surprise me um so i would say anytime that an entrepreneur sells a business to a larger organization and then tries to fold themselves into that honestly i he worked with hub longer than i thought he would um or at least more um forwardly and you know like he was is clearly definitely involved and has his fingerprints all over a lot of that and so I, I, it caught me off guard when I finally saw the announcement. So yes, it surprised me, but the idea yeah. that him leaving doesn't surprise me if that makes any sense. Yeah. And then absolutely, in a word, his, uh, his legacy in the industry is innovation. Like um, I, when I think of what him and Mike did with Org Audio, it really did reframe uh, many of our expectations um, and certainly from the distributor world. And then it, it leaked into the supplier side. And then it was funny whenever once they developed that reputation, what was funny to me is like when Batch and Bodega came out, the way it was described to me is they, they would like the, the multi-line rep or the salesperson would explain it and I'd go, all right. And they go, oh, this yeah. was Jason Lukash's creation. And everybody went, oh, tell me more. I, yeah. it, it, he had such a reputation for that innovation and going, okay, well, if Jason had his fingers on it, it's going to be different. It's going to be innovative. So that would be my take on his legacy. Uh, agreed. And I think part of his legacy too is, and I remember the conversation. I remember sitting in Huntington Beach, California, and they were growing so rapidly back then, quite literally. And, and Mike and Jason would tell you this, every 10 months or so, they were looking to move. They yeah. were growing that rapidly. I mean, you talk about rapid expansion and, and growing pains and witnessing how they did 
all of that was truly amazing. And, and I remember one conversation um, because they had a retail brand that they brought into promo. Org Audio was designed initially to be a retail brand. Yep. Uh, but the, the margin just wasn't there for them because right. they were in uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, if I remember correctly, with their uh, foldable speakers. And the margin just wasn't there for them. And remember talking, he was saying, I'm getting a lot of grief because we have Org Audio on our backpacks and on our speakers. And I remember you know, saying, I think you have a brand and not that it was my idea. I was just kind of reinforcing what Jason already wanted to do. And I think he was looking really more, Jason and Mike wanted to do, I think they were really looking more, does the industry have tolerance for this? Because people were complaining right. that it shouldn't be any other brand, but this brand. And, and I think the legacy is they showed, Mike and, and Jason showed, you can take a brand and create a brand that clients want. They'll yeah. ask for by name. Yeah. That's a legacy. I think packaging is a legacy. I look yeah. at, you know, the, the juice box, which I wish I might have one right over there. I'm not going to go run and pick it up. I've run just out, uh, out of reach, but the juice box, what an amazing concept what that was. They, Jason and Mike were the real rebels. When I look at the 2010s yeah. um, and, and, you know, right now, Jason's getting a lot of love and he should, and we're going to miss Jason and Mrs. Innovation have no idea what he's doing next. Right. Um, but in this conversation, I think it's important for every single person to remember Mike Simzak had his hands in every bit of that too. Right. Without those, without both the, the duo, it doesn't happen. It's kind of like this podcast. You're, you would be very good at doing a, a podcast. You've done podcasts by yourself. You do them now. I've done them. I'd be very good, but our, it would not be the same. Yeah. Um, so the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Uh, really, really going to miss Jason. I'm going to miss uh, hanging out with him and talking to him, but you never know where he's going to reappear again. I have no yes. idea, but uh, nothing would surprise me. But real quick, like you, I, I figured it was about 18 months at web, some sort of, <laughs> earn, I mean, at uh, HPG, some sort of earn out and uh, peace out, but he stayed a lot longer and, and kept doing some really great things. Yeah, it was it was fascinating to see the things that he took on. I remember when he worked on rebranding sort of the hub pen line and, and like, yep. I was like, that wouldn't be something I would think that would really get his juices flowing, but it clearly yeah. did. And so, yeah. And I think, you know, I don't want to talk about it. Like it's his eulogy. And I think you kind of uh, no. alluded to that. Like, I think many of us are curious to see what's next for Jason and certainly wish him the best. That's going to be cool. My, whatever it is. My sense of Jason is curious is what's next. <laughs> I think he's kind of one that, you know, he's been running and gunning for a long time. Really good conversation. Uh, we wish Jason the best. And we're glad that Mike's still in the industry. And, and Mike sure. is still, uh, I believe he's the chief business development officer over at Hub Promotional Group. And uh, that legacy lives on with a great guy, Mike Simzak. So, all right, Kirby, you got another topic for us? Yeah, this one This one might be a quick one. I've got a bunch of topics okay. today. So um, so Amazon is big. I don't know if, you've, if, you've, if you knew that. No, it's a big rainforest in Central America. You know, <laughs> yeah, well, among the ginormous numbers, I thought there's a couple that jumped out at me. Um, uh, Amazon has doubled its global workforce since the start of 2020, doubled its workforce since 2020, went from wow. uh, 800,000 to 1.6 million. That, I mean, that's wow. like, that's kind of a, like such a big number. It's almost hard to get your head around. Um, right. Profits have also increased and bigger profits could be on the horizon because they're, they're raising prime subscription price for the first time since 2018 from 139 to 119. So I want to start there. Yep. Um, when you I mean you're ra they're raising from 119 to 139. Sorry. Yeah. So they're no, raising okay. it to 139. Got it. A year. When you saw this, I've asked a couple of people this, and I'm mm -hmm. just kind of curious. When you saw yeah. that it was going to raise by 20 bucks, what was your initial reaction? Um, 
I it kind of, okay, you know, <laughs> yawn, let's move on. I, I, hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of their model, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. What am I going to do? Cancel my subscription and now get things in a week as opposed to two days. I can't do that. Yeah. Well, and I think that once you understand the cost of shipping, you really understand the value proposition. <laughs> And as a side note, if you have Amazon Prime, you should run out, run out and go watch Reacher. It is outstanding. That's, I know that's totally okay. off topic, but that's okay. I've asked several different people of that increase and every one of them was just like, eh, <laughs> that was literally the collective. So I, yeah. I think that's a good move. And then the other one, and this I, sort of to our marketing and advertising world is Amazon yeah. revealed the size of its advertising unit for the first time bringing in 31 billion in revenue last year it's a bigger business than youtube wow that blew that, me away and i wanted to see what you thought uh i'm writing this down so i can yep. remember um, as anybody knows who's ever talked to me about this podcast i don't remember one word we talked about <laughs> I second agree. we stopped recording kirby doesn't Same. either so i got to write when kirby brings up a topic i got to write it down for the the, the writing of the, the whole thing or i'll forget yeah. bigger than youtube that's amazing um okay that surprises me cuz you know I, I you know there are certain things i'm sure maybe not but there are certain phrases when i go do something i hear your voice cuz i've <laughs> learned it from you one of them is you know, the second leading search engine is YouTube. Every time I go to YouTube, I hear a little Kirby Hossaman in my brain <laughs> telling me that. Um, and I, maybe you have some experiences with that with certain phrases you say that I've given you, yeah. but the, that's neither here nor there. That surprises me that, because he, here's the thing about Amazon and especially with their video uh, segment, um, I'm sure Reacher's great. I haven't seen it yet, but their offerings suck. I mean, comparatively speaking, if you compare them to even Hulu, Paramount Plus, certainly to Netflix, um, it, they're terrible. They're, they're, I mean, half the things on there are for rent or pay. I don't know. I mean, Amazon Prime, as much as I love it for the shipping and all that, and it gives you access to Amazon videos, the video part of it is extraordinarily clunky. I, I don't know what I get for free, what I don't get for free. It's, it's a very confusing interface, which shocks me given a company with the size of Amazon and how good they are about separating you from your money and creating user experience, their video user experience blows. Um, so it surprises me that their ad revenue for that, you know, for everything is, is uh, larger than YouTube. That's, that's well, amazing. a couple of things. I think that some of these larger businesses, we lose sight of the idea that there's multiple revenue streams, right? Like yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we talked about Peloton last week and you were talking about how yeah. clunky it was. And it's like, yeah, but they they have multiple revenue streams. Obviously we talked about the merch, but their monthly recurring revenue is really interesting. And I think right. this is a piece where you're like, okay, it the ad piece it wouldn't even have occurred to me that it was as significant as it was. Now, oh, as a side great. note, when I look at Amazon Prime, yeah. the, the entertainment side of it, yeah. it doesn't bother me at all. And partly because I don't feel like I'm paying for it. You know what I mean? Like I, like I literally log in. I'm like, Oh, I forgot that that was a thing that I already well, got. And let me just tell you, Reacher makes it all worth it. Okay. And I, here's the thing. I don't disagree with you. I'm comparing them to companies that have yeah. built a platform intentionally to deliver um, streaming entertainment. Yeah. Okay, so it's really not a fair comparison because Amazon prime is a video service and a music service is kind of a, yeah, let's go ahead and do that too. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, agree. They, what they do, they're a logistics company. They move boxes from one place to another, and make people happy. So right. it's just it's it's very obvious to me they have not focused on that that uh, experience from a user perspective. Cool. Just an observation. Well, good All right, stuff, man. Kirby. That's good, good stuff. 
All right, Kirby, I don't know if you saw this. Eminem updated their branding, including their mascots, uh, to put inclusivity front and center. I'm, so, you know, little Eminem's characters and all that. So I, I saw it was good. This. They were going to. I saw they were announced it, but I never saw what it looked like. So, yeah, they have done it. I mean, it's, it's some of it's subtle, but most of it's subtle, to be honest with you. So the ampersand uh, between Eminem will be used more prominently. It's going to double as a point of connection between the two M's okay. and a symbol of how the brand can unite people. Okay. Um, mascots got a modernized look with uh, uh, as well as makeovers drawing out their quote unquote, nuanced personalities in celebration of self-expression. Okay. Um, the marketing is going to focus more on a unifying message on unifying messages while preserving Eminem's established sense of humor and backing this whole overhaul uh, to this. This is the only one where I raise a little bit of an eyebrow and I want to talk about it. Uh, it just is weird the way they frame this up. Um, you know, what, let's, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop myself. Stop the show. Tell me what you think about just what I've told you so far about changing the mascots for inclusivity yep. um, and, and the thought behind that. What do you think? I think that um, it feels like, and I haven't seen the, the, what they've done, but it sounds like based on what I, you know, what you've said and what I've heard yep. that, like you said, it was fairly subtle. And I think that's smart. Yep. Uh, you don't want to make it cartoonish. Like, you know, it's obviously a cartoon, but you like, right. you don't want to uh, make it, make fun of it. Like, and so the idea that an organization would update to um, celebrate inclusivity, and if they do it well, I don't see how it could, like, I I think it's wonderful. Like, I think we're seeing more and more people who say, when a character on television looks like me, then I feel more a part of the discussion. And I think that's great. I'm actually having those discussions with my clients right now about their marketing. And it's exciting to like go, Hey, let's do better about this on purpose. And so, my first inc- my first reaction to this is great. I think that's a good idea. I, I think your first reaction is the right reaction. I, mm-hmm. I think it's great. And what I really, really, really love about this, and we do logo design here, so this mm-hmm. is not a commercial for brand debate. But when we do a logo design, we're very intentional about what everything means. And what I love about this, the way they explain what everything means, how yeah. the ampersand is going to connect the M's as a symbol of uniting people. I love all of that stuff. So it was very subtle. I think it's great. You know, you look at the old mascots, every single, every single one of them, uh, their legs were white. So I think subtly changing that to uh, a more rainbow or rainbow look, a little more look like our society is good. I love that it's intentional. Here's where it got a little weird for me, though, and I'm not criticizing. It just feels like, okay, now you're pandering to okay. me. Um, they're backing the overhaul with a commitment to, quote, increase a sense of belonging for 10 million people uh, globally by 2025. I have no idea what that word salad even means. <laughs> I had to really dig deep there. I mean, I, 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 how do you create a sense of belonging for 10 million people, which is a small amount globally, quite frankly, right. by 2025? So I did a little d- deeper and, and I wish they wouldn't have said that. I wish they would say, we're establishing, because this is what it really means. We're establishing an M&M's fund to financially support, to mentor and provide resources in the arts and entertainment industry. Okay, oh. now that's interesting to me. Yeah. I think that's wonderful. Right. But this whole, we're going to increase a sense of belonging for 10 million people globally by 2025. Man, some junior bird man in marketing got a hold of that and created that horse shit because that just makes zero sense. And it makes you kind of, it makes it feel like the whole thing is pandering. And I really think it's a lovely thing they've done. Yeah, I think it is funny how just say it. 
right? Like that, that would be like, I think Bill and Kirby's advice to PR that would be the, the mirror of Nike's just do it. Like you didn't just say it, just say what you want to do. And when you do that, it's actually pretty clear and pretty interesting. Like when you said the second one, I was like, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah, I had no idea what the hell you were talking about on the first. I, they were trying to say something without saying it. And that, yeah, I agree with you. I think that was weird. To quote the great Steve Martin in one of my all-time favorite movies, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, when he's <laughs> kind of upset with Del Griffith. Here's a good idea. When you tell a story, have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. <laughs> All right, Kirby, you got another topic for us? Okay. Um, let's just see here. I'll make this one quick. So okay. uh, the we've been talking about NFTs. So we all yes. want souvenirs, right? So the Super yep. Bowl is actually going to dive into um, essentially the power of digital keepsakes for promotional purposes. This week, the NFL announced mm -hmm. it will give Super Bowl 56 attendees a unique keepsake. Fans will receive mm -hmm. virtual commemorative tickets in the form of NFTs. So mm -hmm. we've talked a little bit about this. I think it was, I, I thought this was this caught my attention when I saw the headline. Yep. I wanted to know your take on the, the Super Bowl giving out NFTs to those in attendance. I think we're all trying to figure this out. I mean, yeah. it is it is it is the most. I like to think of myself as a reasonably intelligent person. It is one of the most complicated, complex things I've really ever. I can remember trying to wrap my brain around. Um, every time I, I, you know, most education I, I'm able to build. Yeah. I learn a little, learn a little bit more, learn a bit more. With NFTs, I, I've listened to Meg Erber, and she speaks eloquently about it. I've listened to, to Jeremy Picker, who also speaks eloquently about it. Lisa Fosdick, eloquently about it. And I feel like every time I look at the, what an NFT is, I'm starting at square one. I mm. feel very stupid about it. And I don't know if it's just a brain block by me um, or not. That's actually not the question you asked. So let no. me answer the question. No, it's good. Um, I think it's great. Cause I think we're all trying, I guess my point is we're all trying to figure it out. It's certainly something that is trendy, not necessarily a bad word, but it's trendy. It's sure. top of mind. And why not do something like that? Why not, um, get on that bandwagon? Cause there is something there. And I mean, I, I I do kind of understand it, but I always sure. feel like, okay, I got to get my head. I have to really get back into this to understand it every yeah, time. That's fair. But I think it's, I think it's, I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I actually, I, I think it's really cool. Um, I'm with you in the sense that I do. I think what it is, is it's not that you have to relearn it. It's that you have to get into that headspace. You have to that's like, a, that's, that's like sort of put, put that on and then go, yeah. okay, that's how this makes sense. And I, uh, for me, you know, I think if you went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. If you actually had a ticket, you would keep it. You'd put it yeah. in your little posters behind you. That would right. be a keepsake. So doing that in a digital form, I actually think makes a ton of sense yeah. because it is like one of the ways I explain it to people is like, oh, it's like a digital baseball card. Right. It's yeah. a and, and so Absolutely. the idea of doing it in a form that people already do, but doing a digital version of that, mm -hmm. I think, is a really interesting way to go about it. And doing it on the Super Bowl is yeah. is such a like. If you want to get it more Biggest mainstream, <laughs> that's the best way to, yeah. to get it more mainstream. So I thought it was super clever. You said something, you know, one of the things, you know, I'm a big music guy. I've gone to, I don't know how many concerts I've gone to in my life. And one of, one of my biggest laments is you don't get concert tickets anymore. You get them on your phone. It's a QR right. code and so on and so forth. What a, what an interesting way if artists are smart, they would start yep. retro printing digitally 
those old school Ticketmaster tickets yep. that you get as a keepsake um, for maybe you pay three extra bucks for it, or five yep. extra bucks, an additional revenue stream for the artist, certainly a keepsake totally. for me. You know, I mean, I remember when I was a kid, you know, if you didn't buy a t-shirt and didn't show someone your ticket, you didn't go. You didn't go. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think there's something there. I, I, you, you, again, as, the more I, we talk about this as a, as an industry, the more I talk about it as individually, the more I learn about it, the more I really do understand and get it. I, yeah. I get it. I just struggle to sometimes see the applications, but this is a cool one. I like it. I cool. like it a lot. All right. Do you have any more or do you want to do something fun? What do you want to do, Kirby? You want to wrap well, this up? I have, I have the, the fun at the end. Did you want to do anything right. before that or do we good? I think we're good. Okay. Um, so just a just dear listener, we're kind of shifting things up a little bit um, yep. as we like to do on the podcast. Um, we're, we're trying to, the, the party in the back is no longer going to be let's grill Kirby like a cheese sandwich <laughs> or, you know, let's trip up Bill. We might do that on occasion. Yeah. We're just changing up. So more than often than not, we're just going to have a, more of a fun marketing topic in the back, kind of something goofy that we're seeing. And I think Kirby has that today. Yeah. And that's not to say we won't do goofy yeah. stuff like we've done before. We're just changing it up. Yeah, and, and thank you, by the way, for uh, being willing to do that, because as uh, Bill knows, what he's not saying is that I was starting to, um, it was starting to become a grind on me, and though I don't want to complain about it, it was starting to weigh on me that I was trying to do it every week, and so keeping it fresh is really important, I think, when you're doing stuff like this, so I appreciate his, your flexibility with that. No, and yours too, and maybe this is a quick subtalk before we jump into your thing. Yeah. You know, I think Kirby and I, Kirby and I have, we've done this podcast for almost a hundred episodes. We did uh, unscripted for over 200. So that's essentially, we've been doing a podcast every week for about six years. Um, right. <laughs> that's not easy. And so right. I, we've always had a couple of rules. Number one, if either one of us don't want to do it, that's the end of it. No one right. gets replaced. That's the end of the podcast. Yep. Number two, if either one of us start getting bored with something, something starts feeling like this is really starting to be painful. <laughs> um, we're going to adjust because yeah. if we're feeling it, other people are probably feeling it too. And so, you know, as much fun as we had with the quote unquote party in the back in the game, man, some weeks that's like a two hour prep oh, and, time, and that's yeah. no joke. Yeah. That is no joke. So, um, we're just trying we're to longer. Fresh. That's not no longer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So right now we're, we're just playing with the format a little bit. If there's something you'd like to see or hear, let us know. Yeah, I, I think that's a great, great way of putting it. And I think there's a lesson there for folks who are creating content because keep I think fresh. when, yeah, keep it fresh, keep it fun for yourself. Um, otherwise you won't keep doing it, which, and one of the things we talk about all the time is consistency. And so it's hard to be consistent with something you don't like doing. So um, exactly. I, think, exactly. I think there's something there. So, <clears throat> so this right. is just so a topic. Kirby, you got a fun topic. This is just a topic. I'm going to start with a yep. quote, right? <clears throat> yeah. You come with a smile on your face and you leave with a bigger smile on your face. What Andy Johnson parlor is that? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Andy Johnson is the founder of Love Cloud, a company okay. that will take you and your partner on a private 45 minute mile high club flight for okay. $995. Yes, okay. it's exactly what it sounds like, <laughs> complete with All twin right. mattresses, pillows, and a pilot who wears noise canceling earphones. So, Love Cloud is a new company that you can take part in. <laughs> I just think I thought I thought this was hilarious. So, number one, what do you think of the concept? Number two, when are you booking a flight for you and Sandy? 
So good, great questions, Kirby. Thank you so much for knowing to ask. Um, the first thing I think of is at this age, at my advanced age, the thought of having a specific time and place where I need to be, uh, how do I put this? I need to be at attention. Um, makes me tense. Just thinking about now, okay, you, you, we, we, we yeah, got 45 minutes. Let's go. Um, it's an interesting concept. Um, I don't think the price is outlandish. I right. don't, you know, I, I, it's not for everybody. I don't think it's for me personally, quite honestly. Yeah. Um, I, I have too many questions about what about sheets and it yeah. just feels a little, I, it's one thing. It just feels, here's the thing. It feels a little seedy. You think? Because <laughs> it's, it's expressly for a certain purpose. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. It's not like going into a hotel room where you know all sorts of weird, wild stuffs happen it's general that, that's just a byproduct of being in a hotel room sometimes. Right. This is a vehicle, quite literally, for a specific action. Right. Um, so I'll be booking my flight. What's the name of that website again? It um, is called I'm just Love Cloud. Love Cloud. <clears throat> right. Say that for the uh, I, for the listeners too, you know. Yeah, I think it's okay. I think it's I think it's an interesting, interesting way to go. I think that we have officially gotten to a point where we have more money than sense. Um, so it shows, it shows us, we don't really have problems in this country. Exactly. Right. Because you're right. I actually thought when I saw it, I was like, oh, so just under a thousand bucks, there are a lot of people who are like, just for the experience that would be worth it. I've spent more on dumber stuff. So, so from my perspective, what you got to do is figure out a way to get love cloud to take you to Mexico love cloud to take you to your vacation spot. So you build yeah. that into the entire experience. Then I think it's really something interesting. And, and you build and some... as, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, please, please. So the side note is, and this is what I was going to ask you, but I thought I could go off the rails. Yeah. Um, but we could certainly have our listeners do it in the comments is what promotional items would we use to, per, that, to promote it. That's what I was about to say. You should have some on there. You should have, uh, a bottle of wine from A plus wine. You should have some glassware, maybe from Jay Charles, um, and also some condoms from condoms for you or whomever does that in our industry. All right, Kirby, uh, the Super Bowl is this weekend. Let's real quick, just yep. for fun. This is, you know, again, this is just kind of fun real quick. Yep. Um, we're not allowed to call it the Super Bowl because the NFL would likely sue us. So screw them. It's the <laughs> Super Bowl. I'm not sure. calling it the big game. I'm always fascinated with prop bets, the weird bets you can make. So just real quick, let's just run through these just for fun. This should take literally a minute and a half. All right, Kirby, length of the national anthem uh, performed by country music artist Mickey Guyton. Guyton. I don't, I've never heard of him. Uh, Shows you how old I am. Over a minute 35 or under a minute 35? Over. Over a minute 35. I'm going to say under. I'm going to say under because he's a country artist. Yeah, I agree. That's it. It does change it a little bit, but. They, but uh, you get one opportunity to do the Super Bowl, you're going to drag it out. You may. I don't know. Uh, will any scoring drive take less time than it takes to sing the national anthem? Yes or no? Yes. I agree. I agree. Uh, coin toss. Heads or tails, Kirby? Heads. I go tails. All right. Uh, first team to score a touchdown, Rams or Bengals? Uh, I'm going to go Rams. I, I am, I'm doubling down. I agree with you. All right, company, which company airs the first commercial after the coin toss? Bud Light, Budweiser, Coke, Hyundai, Skittles, M&M's, Kia, or The Field? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, yeah. I don't think it's Bud Light. I'll go Hyundai. 
Okay. I'm going the field. I'm going to take the field on that one. So anybody not mentioned. Okay. okay. Uh, which celebrity will be shown first during the game? Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, J-Lo, or Kim Kardashian? God, I could care less. Uh, let's I, see. I, me too. Yeah, um, I'm going to go Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio. I, I, actually, I went Leo as well. Um, will a kicker hit the upright or crossbar on a missed field goal or extra point? Yes or no? The, the, the one that goes across or just the whole bar? Uh, the whole thing. Uh, yeah, I'll say yes. I think so. I agree. Will a non-quarterback throw a touchdown pass? Yes or no? Hmm. Yeah, you do have a couple of players who could do it. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to say no. I went no as well. well. A couple more real quick. How many times will the phrase home field advantage be mentioned during the broadcast? What, over one and a half times or oh under one and a half times? I was going to say over a hundred times. It's going to yeah, be so over be... that number. Oh, Michaels is going to be in a home field advantage for your Los Angeles Rams. Why does Al Michaels talk like Kermit the Frog? That's I, beside I, the point. All right, Curry, what colored Gatorade will be poured on the winning coach? Orange, clear water, uh, clear water, orange, let's say orange, water, none, nothing. Uh, yellow, blue, red, or purple? I'm going blue. I'm going clear. I am going clear. Kirby's going blue. All right, last one, Kirby. Will Joe Burrow? Be shown smoking a cigar at the end of the game. Yes or no? That's a great one. I, I, I'm rooting for the Bengals, so I'm going to say yes. Uh, I, I think it's a terrible matchup for Cincinnati. I, I, I'm, I, I'm rooting for Joe, but yeah. Okay, so who wins the game, Kirby? You say Rams? I, I, I want the Bengals to win, but I think that they just – it's a bad matchup. I, I'm, 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 I'm struggling here. I love the Bengals. I love Joe Burrow. Um, but I also really like Matt Stafford a ton. He's a Dallas guy. Uh, he was marooned in that horrible franchise. Uh, you know, one of the two worst franchises when it comes to playoff football is the Lions or my beloved Dallas Cowboys for the last 25 <laughs> years. That's fact, by the way. Um, so I'm kind of struggling between the two. I want the Bengals to win, but I think the Rams are going to do it. All right, Kirby. But you know who's always going to do it for you? That's our good pal, Jason Noakes at Promo Pulse and that AMP marketing service. You're going to AMP up your sales? Let's amp up those sales. Amp it up, amp it up, amp it up. Amp it up. That's right. If you're interested in getting your sales amped up for the year, set it, forget it. Great, great, great product to help you market your business. It's set it and forget it. We've talked about that. We talked about the testimonial. Kirby's used it. Someone from Robin Promotions used it and got a $10,000 plus order. Folks, this stuff works. Head over to promopulse.io slash amp. You're not going to be sorry you did. Kirby? Enjoy that guacamole this weekend during the Super Bowl. That's right.